What's going on, family? Pastor Sergio Chavez reporting live and direct to you and yours. And listen, I wanted to take a moment to thank you for tuning in to the Hope Huddle Podcast, your place for inspiration, hope, and empowerment. You ever try to unlock a door with the wrong key? Ain't that the worst? Or... I don't know what's worse, but, you know, among the things that are just pet peeves, has anyone ever sent you out to go to their home or maybe go to their car, and they gave you just a whole rack of keys that look like it belongs to a janitor? Anybody know what I'm talking about? They say, can you go? See, now we have all types of devices, and you can unlock with phones and all. But does anybody remember when you didn't have apps to unlock your doors, and it just had to do it the old-fashioned way? You had to put the key in. Yeah, now you don't need to, you know, the key just has to be near. You don't have to put it in the ignition. There was a day where that didn't exist. You needed the right key to open the right door. Oftentimes in families, we experience the same things when we try to unlock some things in our relationships. Then some of us are wondering, why can't I get the intimacy that I desire in my relationship or in my marriage? Why can't I get the connection that I desire? Why can't I get that, that level of bond and, co- and, and, and just commitment that I desire? Oh, here's what begins to happen. You begin to question, Lord, did I marry the right person? Yeah, quiet today. Lord, is this the right, is this the right door? Lord, is this the right person I'm supposed to be? Lord, are these my children? Because I, I feel like these children came from the pit of hell. <laughs> can I tell you that you can be at the right place at the right time? It can be the right door, but perhaps you're using the wrong uh, key. I'm going to help somebody today. Can I help somebody to unlock some things in your relationship, in your family, in your marriage? I'm going to speak to the ones in the back. Let me give you a key. Because what begins to happen is we've tried to, in our relationships, in our marriages, within our families, oftentimes our struggle is we try to make withdrawals when our relationship is on negative. Because we haven't made investments or deposits. So we're trying to get some things out of it. We feel alone. We feel like we're the only one in the relationship. But perhaps it's because it's on negative and we're trying to make withdrawals where we haven't made deposits. So the way that we can unlock certain aspects about our families, about our relationships, and on this last day of the family series, I thought I'd give you one of the most important keys that the Lord has given to me in my life, and it has helped me tremendously. In fact, it has changed my life. And I said, God, what am I to share on the last day of the family series? What can help these people? What can help these families? What can help these marriages or the ones that are aspiring to get married, the ones that are aspiring for a family, the ones that have a a vision of one day uh, having a healthy blessed family what is the key and that key is honor the word honor means to esteem it means to respect it means to pay homage the Greek word for honor translates into prize the question that I pose to you as I share this brief re- reflection uh, someone say brief this is just brief say brief uh, 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 look at the person beside you and tell them pastor won't preach long just let them know pastor won't preach long so just pay attention just pay att- it won't be long I promise 
In this brief reflection, I want to share with you on the importance of honor. When you esteem somebody, you put weight on them. You put value on them. You don't praise them and honor them for what they do because oftentimes we can respect a person for what they do and that doesn't translate into necessarily honoring them for who they are. But honor is not based on what a person does. Honor is about the person uh, uh, for who they are. So when I honor my wife, I honor her because I understand that that is before she's my wife, she belongs to Jesus. She's First off, she's, she's God's daughter, so I have to honor her. I put weight on her. So even when she's getting on my nerves or acting, oh, no, I'm, I'm messing with you, baby, if I promise. Because she, you know, she got me the last time when she preached. Y'all remember that? She was <laughs> Regardless of what's going on in the home, regardless of how my children, I have to honor my children for who they are because first and foremost, they belong to God and I'm simply a steward. I have, to, I have to honor God for the person that they are. And watch this, honor them for who they will be. Because oftentimes our struggle is, how can I honor this joker? Look at him all lazy. Oh, y'all are not going to keep it real with me today. Look at her. Look how she acts. Look at her attitude. Look at, and you're viewing from this perspective, now realizing that honor, honor them for who they can and will be. And honor is the key that unlocks so many doors within the heart of a person. Honor affects every part of our lives. A lifestyle, in fact, of honor affects our marriages, our families, our jobs. When you're an honorable person, other people will notice that you're an honorable person. When you're at your job and you're an honorable person, people look at you. They value you because they see that you honor the workplace. Uh, 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 when people see that you honor your finances, it affects a lifestyle of honor. When people see that you honor your church and your church family and your church leaders, God sees that and others see that around you. A lifestyle of honor is absolutely life-changing. And I want to give you real quick, because I said brief, I want to give you three things that honor does. The first thing that I want to share about honor Honor is that it releases God's supernatural and miraculous blessings over our lives. I'm going to say it again. Honoring someone or something or honoring God, it releases, it unleashes, it unlocks God's supernatural blessings over our life. I want us to look at the scripture here briefly. Let's do this quick. Uh, let's look at this here in Matthew chapter 13, verse, uh, uh, we're going to read from verse 53 and on. It says, when Jesus had finished these parables, he moved on from there, coming to his hometown. He began teaching the people in their synagogues. They were amazed. In fact, the people were saying, where did this man get wisdom now these are people in the town of Jesus and, and and they're seeing him teach with power with grace with authority the miraculous power of God taking place when did this man get this wisdom in this in this miraculous power they ask isn't this the carpenter's son isn't his mother's uh, name Mary and aren't his brothers James Joseph Simon Judas aren't all his sisters with us where then did this man get all these things and they took offense at him but Jesus said to them a prophet is not without what does it say honor except in his own hometown in his own home and watch this and he did not do many miracles there because of their lack of faith I need you to catch this this is Jesus we're talking about I hope I have some people that love Jesus in this place. 
Can I talk about him for one, just a little bit? All-powerful, almighty God in the flesh, God incarnate, all power in his hand, alpha and omega, savior, redeemer, healer, restore, comforter, the beginning and the end, the word that became flesh, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. This is the Jesus that they're talking about. But it said that he could not do many miracles. It didn't say that he didn't do many, uh, 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 he didn't do any at all. He did do some, but not many. Why is that? Because they did not honor. The faith that they were talking about here is unlocked when you honor. What began to happen is they began to see Jesus as simply another human. They began to see him as something common, as a person that you should just take for granted when he had all power, all might, all love in his hand. But because they viewed him as common, the supernatural blessings could not be unlocked over their lives. And so I want to challenge and encourage you today that perhaps you're not seeing God's supernatural blessing in your marriage, in your family, because you're viewing your spouse, you're viewing your children as just common. But when you begin to take a mindset of honor, You do not view the person for what they're doing, how they're acting up, or who they are now, but you begin to speak into the king in that man. And you say, right now, he seems like he don't got it together, but I speak to the man of God that is within him. You look at that woman and you say, she may not be where she needs to be, but I thank God she's not where she used to be. God, I believe you're going to use my wife. You're going to use my children. You're going to use my church. You're going to use my neighbors and my community. I honor them because I know that you would do something in their life. Honor takes this mindset of saying, I won't view you as common. I know we're all people. I know we're all humans. I know we all make mistakes. I know we're all imperfect. But that doesn't, that that should never, that mindset should never take the place of honor. Honor says, I see your flaws, but I still honor you. Honor says, I see your brokenness, but I still honor you. Honor says, I see your imperfection. I see your, I see your flaws. I see the way you walk. I see the way you talk. I see the way you act. I see the way that you do these things. But I still honor you because when you honor, it releases God's supernatural blessings. In your life so don't regard as something familiar or just common honor God in the season that you're in let me give you the second thing because I said what did I say brief brief let me give you the second thing honor is life-giving honor is life-giving look at what the scripture says in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 1 through 3 look at what the scripture says it says children parents y'all better get excited right quick y'all better y'all give a little praise break children obey your parents in the Lord for this is right Honor, what does it say? Honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on earth. Honor is life-giving. If you're saying, Pastor, I don't, I don't have a mother, I don't have a father, but God has blessed you with a church with amazing church leaders. There's elders in the ministry. And God calls us to revere, to esteem, to value, to put weight, to honor those people. And when we honor, we will see God extending life. We will see our life prosper. We will see success in our life because honor is life giving. What takes life away or what kills honor or what kills relationships and families. Can I give you a list of things that 
that are really harmful and they don't give life. In fact, they take life away. Is it all right if I share these things with you? Okay, I got a few over here. Is it all right if I talk to you all over here? Is it all right? Gossip takes away life in your family. Toxic. It's, it, 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 it absolutely diminishes a relationship. It disintegrates whatever little bit of a relationship that you had. Here, here's another one. I hope that you catch it. Broken promises. Takes away honor. Takes away life. Violence and abusive language. Here it is. Threats. Takes away life. Takes away the honor. Resentment. Okay, it got real quiet. Resentment takes life away, takes the honor away. Cursing someone, neglecting someone, humiliating someone takes honor away, takes the life away. And so today I challenge you to go from that posture if you've been doing this and take on a posture of honor after today. Let us choose life. The third thing, honor is expressed through action. Honor is expressed through, what did I say? Action. It's one thing to say you honor someone. It's wonderful. I have, I, one of my love languages is words of affirmation. I love when my wife honors me using her words. It's one thing to honor through words, but it's one thing it's another thing to attach action to those words. You ever had somebody tell you, I'm with you, I'll never leave you, I I'm your ride or die, and then as soon as things start popping off, things start breaking out, you turn around and they're not there? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Honor says, not only will I honor you with my words, but I will honor you with my actions. Look at what the scripture says in Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 and 6. Look at what it says, Philippians. It says, in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. In other words, the scripture is letting us know, in the same way that Jesus honored people, being God as I mentioned before, but yet he never took advantage of that. In fact, he used it to demonstrate absolute humility. Do you realize in the scripture, in the gospels, there's a story about his disciples and he was getting ready to cross over, die and resurrect for our sins and prove to be everything that he claimed to be. And as he's in the process of going through this, he meets with his disciples and before he leaves the earth, before he's, uh, uh, before he's crucified and before he resurrects and ascends, he teaches a very valuable lesson, so he gathers his disciples, and he does something interesting that in modern times, it seems kind of strange. He began to wash their feet. Hmm. Almighty, powerful Jesus 
being God did not take advantage, but instead he took a posture of honor and humility. He said, I want to honor my disciples, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take some water, I'm going to take some towel, and I'm going to wash their feet. Now, to you, that may not be a big deal, but these are in ancient times where people didn't have J's and didn't have forces and didn't have Air Maxes and didn't have Chelsea boots and didn't have heels. They walked around with some with flip-flops, chancletas. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Anybody? You still here? They walked around with beat up, with beat up sandals. Meet in terrain, in dirt roads. There were no pavement. So when, this, when these people would walk, they would have all types of corns and bunions and messed up fingers. Yeah. <laughs> messed up tone. There was no manny. There was no petty. So these people will rock around all jacked up. And so when Jesus took on the posture of humility, he was getting a rush to wash some feet that were messed up. <laughs> but he said, I want to teach what it means to serve. I want to teach what it means to honor. He said, I'm Jesus. They should be washing my feet. But he said, no, I'm not going to use my title. I'm not going to use my position to take advantage. He said, I'm going to be the first one to serve. So he took their feet and he washed their feet. (sighs) Somebody's going to catch this revelation when you get home. Man, serve your home. Serve your wife. Wife, serve your home. Before complaining, do you realize that some people are praying to have your burden? I said some people are praying to have your burden. You complaining about your kids when there are people that can't have kids. Be careful about praying for God to take you out of something that you used to pray for. If you can't say amen, can you say preach, pastor? Can you say ouch? Can you say I'm receiving? Can can you let me know that I'm speaking to you? You're asking God to take you out of the very thing that you used to pray. God, give me a wife. And now you're saying, God, take this wife. God, if you would just give me children. Oh, you used to look at babies. Oh, look at my baby. Look at those babies. I'm getting baby fever. Now God gave you babies. You're talking about God. Take them back. God, give me a good church home, Lord, some loving power. And you in one, and now you complaining. Well, they don't sing these songs. Why pastor don't wear a suit? Why they don't do, at my, at my old church, honor the season that you are in now. Say, God, thank you for the home that I'm in now. God, my apartment's a little jacked up, but I thank you for the home that I have now. God, my car may may tremble a little bit when I go up hills, but God, I thank you for the car that I have. Thank you for the wife you gave me. Thank you for the children you gave me. Thank you for the job, even when my coworkers acting up. I used to pray for days like these. You've got to honor the season that you're in. The reason I'm telling you with passion, baby. Don't, uh, first time guest, I'm not upset at you. I promise. That, that's how I just get a little excited. I'm a little passionate. Don't, don't, don't come back, please. Don't say, Lord, I'm, he was tripping. No, no, no. It's just, it's just I really want you to get this because when you honor God in the season that you're in, you will see his supernatural blessing on your life. You will see your relationship change, baby. You will see your dynamics at home change. A lifestyle of honor will absolutely transform everything. Honor is life-giving. Honor releases his blessing. Honor is expressed through action. You've got to attach action 
to the words. Do you realize honor is being kind? We have too many nasty people in the world. Just mean. Just everywhere they walk, them talking about they just they just mean mugging everybody for no reason. What happened to you? Nothing. I'm just looking for somebody to act up. Y'all know them people too. You, I pray you're not the one. Just as soon as you wake up, argh, I'm ready to go. If anybody say something to me, we have too many nasty, mean people in the world. Would you be a person of honor that when everybody else is upset, you just walk in there and just show love to everybody and say, what's good, y'all? How you doing? It's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing day today. We blessed today. We alive. Why don't you be a person of honor when you walk in the spot, everybody frowning, but you say, you know what? I'm going to change the room up a little bit. Hey, hey, how you doing? Hey, it's good to see you. Hey, what's going on with you? Is there anything that I can pray for? Attach action. When you go up in the home, listen, I know Men, women, fathers, mothers, I know there's some days you go, <laughs> you driving from home, and, and the reason I just laugh is because, Lord, I've just got, I, just, I just saw it right now. I had a flashback. You driving, you're like, and you know where you're coming to at home. Laundry piled up, bills piled up, everything all over the place. Uh, you know you got to do this. You know you have a meeting here, you know, and then you just driving at home like, Lord Jesus. But if you were to take a moment before you step in the doors and say, God, I'm going to honor the home today. Whoo, I'm helping somebody today. <laughs> I'm going to help somebody today. I'm going to honor, I'm going to honor God. And when you want to, when you, when you just want to fight and when you just want to unleash, pull out the shank. <laughs> say, Lord, whoo, let me put it back. Lord, I honor you. I honor my family. I honor my church. I honor my leaders. I honor, I honor my wife. I honor my, uh, uh, that auntie that's crazy. She all jacked up, but I honor her. <laughs> I honor our uncle. I, I, I honor every, my uncle. I honor my cousin. I honor them, God. A lifestyle of honor. Even the one that just came out, fresh out the, the pen, I'm going to honor you. When you honor, you are taking on, as the book of Philippians says, the mindset of Christ. He lived a lifestyle of honor. Can I tell you, you won't be able to live this level of honor until you have his same spirit. Once again, much love and appreciation for listening to today's message. I'm so glad that you've been a part of the listening experience, but let me tell you, there's nothing like the live experience. It cannot be explained, only experienced. And so I encourage you to come out on a Sunday so you can listen to the messages live and be a part of a wonderful atmosphere within family and within community. You can find more information about our gatherings on our website at myhopecenter.org. Also make sure to follow us. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Our handle is at my Hope Center. I also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast so that you get notified as soon as we upload content. Make sure to share it with your friends and your family. There's someone that you know that could really benefit from these messages. So make sure to spread the word about what's happening here on the Hope Huddle podcast. So again, I hope to see you soon. Until then, peace, love, and God bless.